You're listening to Bringing an Ancient Faith to a Modern World with Father Anthony Mesa, where we explore ways to encourage and equip the local Orthodox Church. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Bringing an Ancient Faith to a Modern World podcast. I'm Katie Karras, and I'm here again with Father Anthony Mesa. How's it going, Father Anthony? Great. Good to be back, Katie. Well, we've had some great conversations so far about all that we've been working on with STSA Ministries, but today we wanted to do something a little bit different. It's hard to believe, but Father Anthony, you are celebrating 18 years of priesthood this week. Isn't that right? Yeah, it feels like just yesterday, but uh, here we are. I'm, I'm 18, so I feel like I'm like an adult priest now. I'm finally 18, and um, I feel like 18 years is, is enough of a milestone um, where I can now officially, you know, quote, look back and, and reflect, you know, um, on some of the lessons I've learned over the past uh, 18 years. And I, I feel even wiser and more distinguished just, just saying it. Well, you look it too, Father Anthony. <laughs> and I'm sure many of our listeners are um, wondering what some of those lessons are that you've learned over the last 18 years. Um, you recently wrote about this on your blog, but I thought this might be a great opportunity to dig even deeper into some of those lessons on leadership and get kind of the real story on some of the tough lessons you've learned. Um, But first, talk to us about leadership. Why do you think we need leadership? Yeah, so leadership is is like a hot topic these days and it's a a buzzword and people talk about leadership and what is leadership and where does it come from and you know, is it something that everyone can do or is only people are gift, certain people are gifted with it. And I believe, um, as I wrote in my blog last week, is that Leadership, nothing in life happens without leadership. You know, take it at any level, whether it's, it's society, nothing in society happens without a leader, um, or in churches, or in families, or even in your own personal life. Nothing happens, we all see problems and we all know they exist, but nothing happens until someone steps up and says, let's go guys, we can do this. Um, if, you, if you think about it like historically, you know, back in the, uh, in the 1950s and 60s, civil rights was on a lot of people's minds, and a lot of people saw that the country was headed in, in a bad direction, but nothing really happened until someone stood up and said, I have a dream, and was kind of willing to spearhead that initiative, and obviously I'm talking about Dr. Martin Luther King. Same thing with John F. Kennedy and the Man on the Moon speech. You know, a lot of people were talking about space exploration, and there was, you know, people saying we could get there, we can't, we don't know. Well. President Kennedy said, we're putting a man on the moon by the end of this decade, and boom, you know, uh, uh, something started. Leadership is what spurs on action and leads to people moving and doing something. And I see the same in scripture, to be honest, that whenever God wanted to do something great amongst his people, or great or not great, I should say, whenever God wanted to do anything, when God wanted to revive his people or, or to move his people to action, it always happened through a person, whether a king or a prophet or a priest, or even Christ himself. You know, when when God wanted to uh, share salvation with mankind, um, it took a leader, it took Jesus coming down to this earth and saying, follow me guys, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And if you ask me, Katie, you know, one of the things as I'm reading scripture these days, um, I'm reading through uh, the Gospel of John at the moment, I'm really noticing that, that if you read the Gospels, Really, the emphasis on is on Jesus training up leaders 
and spending time with his disciples. Like, yeah, Jesus was, was there for all the people, and he did miracles, and he taught the multitudes, but that isn't really the emphasis of the Gospels. The emphasis is what he did with those 12 guys that really transformed the world. And I even heard a, a read it in a book one time or heard in a sermon, talked about how Jesus loved the multitudes, but then there was like the 70 that he really focused more time on. And then even from the 70, there was the 12. And then even from the 12, there was the three, Peter, James, and John. And Jesus was always investing in people to make them leaders, to invest in them so that they could have an impact even after he left this earth. Well, what if it's not your thing? Like, what if um, it's not my calling or if, if I feel like I don't have the gift of leadership? I mean, now it seems like every day on the news, there's a new leader who just is disappointing us mm -hmm. and, and showing um, that leadership isn't so glamorous and, and getting themselves into trouble. So I get that you kind of have to be a leader as a, as a mm -hmm. priest, but what if that's not me? What would you say to people who think like that? I get that. And I'll be honest, probably before I was a priest, I probably would have said the same thing. You know, regardless of, of you know what you think of me now, by my nature, before I was a priest especially, I wouldn't have considered myself much of a leader. I was just a quiet consultant guy, did my database stuff, kind of kept to myself. Um, I did what I was told, um, but I wouldn't have considered myself necessarily a leader until I was thrust into the position. But what I've learned since then is that I truly believe that leadership, it isn't an option for Christians. Like we as Christians, um, we're called to be both disciples and apostles. So a disciple is a follower, is someone who learns, okay, that's us being you know, servants of the master. But then an apostle means one who is sent, one who goes, okay? And if you look at the call of Christ, it was always, at the beginning it was come follow, but then at the end it was go preach, okay? And it was it started with come and it ended with go. And even Jesus himself, okay, many people may not know this, but there's a verse in the New Testament where St. Paul refers to Jesus as an apostle, as someone who was sent to accomplish a mission. It's in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 1, where it says, Holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our confession, Christ Jesus. So our job, okay, as Christians is to be like Christ. And Christ was sent okay, given the, the, the task to go accomplish something. And I believe that our job is, is to do the same thing, to follow in his footsteps. He said, I'm the light of the world. Then he said, you're the light of the world too. Um, and there's a, a verse from John chapter 17 where, where Jesus says, um, he's praying to the Father and he says, as you, Father, have sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. So I, I don't see that, that leadership is, is something that's for an exclusive few. I think the world needs you. I think your church needs you. I think your family needs you. I think the kingdom of God needs you because I think that you, everyone who's listening to this podcast, you bring something to the table that I don't. Like you're gifted in a way that I'm not, or you may have gone through experiences that I haven't, or you have a message you know, that, that I may not necessarily know. And, and you may not be a leader on stage with a microphone and, and, and you know a sermon or something like that, but I believe that God wants you to lead this world and the people in it somehow, some way. Well, that's an overwhelming thought. I mean, I think we all want to be on the forefront of positive change in the world and obviously follow the example of Christ. But I mean, where do we even begin? Yeah, so so the I guess in the my last answer, I was really talking up leadership and making it something really, really, really big. But in the end, okay, actually, my, my true belief is it's actually the exact opposite. I actually think it's smaller rather than bigger 
and and that's where I want to share you know three lessons um, that I've kind of uh, come to over the past however many years and and you'll see all these lessons are, are showing that leadership is is really something everyone can do um, wherever they are whatever context um, the first lesson I would say is that leadership is influence not title okay if I had to define what leadership is I would focus less on my title or my position that kind of leadership you know that was the kind of leadership that worked you know back when our, our parents were around our grandparents where if someone had a title they were automatically the leader but that's not necessarily the case today and it isn't always the guy in the CEO office okay that's the influencer in the office you know sometimes it's the guy who reports to him but that's kind of the rock that everyone looks to in a situation of crisis that to me is leadership not again not that I'm the boss but that people look to me and I have an opportunity to influence them. The reason I like the word influence as well is because you can't necessarily control your job title. You can't control if you're a priest or a preacher. You may not be gifted in that way anyway. But influence, I mean, that's something that every one of us, it's not even a matter of you can do it. It's you are doing it, whether you realize it or not. You know, you're influencing, like I'm a dad. I'm influencing my family every single day. I'm teaching them lessons about prayer and about trusting God and how to deal with, you know, the neighbors. Like I'm, I'm teaching them how to deal with, with, um, you know, their future spouse. I'm influencing them, whether I realize it or not. Same with my coworkers. Same with the, you know, the 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 guy at Starbucks or my Uber driver. The question isn't, am I a leader or how am I influencing? Or the question isn't, sorry, whether or not I'm leading and whether or not I'm influencing. The question is, how good a job I'm doing at it. So that means we could be leaders no matter what our role or our titles are. Absolutely, absolutely. Getting hung up on titles and positions will handicap your ability to really lead. Instead, I encourage you to focus on influencing people. Okay, that's what leadership is, not on having a title or authority. Well, what's an example of, of how you've experienced that? So as I said, before I was a priest, I, I was working as a consultant uh, at a little IT company. We're here outside of DC, and everyone in DC is consultants. Okay, uh, so it may not mean much to you outside of this area, but if you're in the area, you know exactly what I mean. And I, I was bottom of the totem pole. Like I just graduated college. You know, I was there for a couple of years, and um, I was kind of like everyone's younger brother. I like to joke and have a good time, and everyone, you know, in, in, enjoyed kind of. You know, we, we all had a good time together. I didn't realize though that me being the youngest brother was having an influence. I didn't realize it until actually I left the company and I told them I'm going to be a priest. Okay, there was one uh, coworker in particular, um, a single lady. Uh, she was probably a couple years older than me, um, and we had talked about so many different things, and we were close, and you know, we were all like a tight knit team. And again, we used to have a good time. And she had expressed, um, you know, that you know her boyfriend and they were going to move in together. So I didn't say anything. Like I, I didn't. It's not my place to say I'm, I'm the young guy. I didn't say anything. Um, but they knew I was a Christian. They knew that church was important to me. They knew I would, you know, skip happy hour and go to church. They knew I would fast Wednesdays and Fridays. And on Fridays we'd have late liturgy, so I would be abstaining and completely. And that was like a big deal because I was like the guy who was like, you know, free pizza in the office or free donuts from whatever. Like I would be the guy coming early on on the day after the the meetings in the afternoon to get the food. So they they knew who I was, and. You know, when when you know I announced, told them I'm going to be a priest and I'm going to be leaving soon, 
you know, that, that lady came to me and she said, you know, actually, I'd like to talk to you about something. So I said, sure. And she basically said, you know, you know, I'm moving in with my boyfriend. And I said, yeah, you, you know, you told us, you know, wish you the best. And she said, I'm guessing you probably don't agree with that. And I said, you know, <laughs> if you, I don't think it's a good move, you know, and then we, we had a discussion. And in the end, I don't think, I think she still ended up moving in with him. But apparently my point is to say is that I was influencing her to at least rethink it, you know, without even knowing, without even saying anything, just because of the way that I kind of carried myself. Um, and it wasn't a title. It wasn't, I wasn't her boss. I wasn't even older than her. I was just a young guy. Um, but I guess that's what I mean by influence. That's awesome, Father Anthony. Um, what's the next leadership <laughs> nugget you have for us? The second leadership nugget is that leadership is about character, not charisma. Okay, and, and this goes without saying, especially in our, you know, uber connected world of, you know, Facebook and Instagram and, and TMZ and all that stuff. Having charisma without character may make you famous, but it'll never, ever make you a true leader. Unfortunately, as I alluded to before, this is something we're seeing a lot about in the news. Um, how can we as leaders focus on our personal character while balancing pressures and responsibilities of leadership? So one of my favorite stories in, in, in the scripture is the Old Testament story of Joseph, okay? And Joseph shows us the power of character, not charisma, okay? And, and most are probably familiar with the story that he was, uh, you know, working as a slave in Pharaoh's house, um, and he was accused of a crime. I'm sorry, I should say he was approached by the wife of his master, okay, to uh, commit sin, um, and he basically said, no, you know, I, I will not commit this sin. How can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? And he said, you know, it, he showed his character that he was, you know, a man of God, a man of integrity. And if you fast forward the story, okay, Joseph is eventually taken from Potiphar's house. Okay, he gets out of jail. He works his way back up. He eventually is now influencing Pharaoh, the most powerful man in the world at the time. And what was it that influenced Pharaoh? Was it Joseph's charisma? Was it his great speech or, or his eloquence? It, it was that, that, that character. So what I want to say is Joseph showed his character when, when really nobody was watching. Okay, It was just him and that lady, and he could have done a great sin, but he said, I have to stay true to who I am and to my God. And that life of character ended up leading him to have a powerful testimony and witness or leadership in front of the most powerful man on the planet at the time because Joseph focused on who he was, not necessarily how he was presenting himself. All right, Father Anthony, take us home. What is the third leadership takeaway you'd like to share? The last takeaway about leadership is that leadership is about learning, not teaching. Okay, that can't emphasize that enough. That for me to say I am in a position of leadership doesn't mean that I'm the teacher of everyone. It means I'm actually someone who's committed to constantly learning. The moment I say, I got this whole thing figured out, is the moment that I am in serious danger and those who are underneath my leadership are in serious danger as well. Because leadership to me, it isn't a come see where I am and follow me. Okay, Only Jesus is the only one who had the right to say follow me. To me, leadership is more about come, let's join hands together and let's see where we can go together. Okay, big difference between the two. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? I thought the follow me was kind of the whole point of leadership. To me, leadership, 
a leader must be a learner okay and again once I stop learning I forfeit the right to lead you know actually Katie just this morning I was I was doing my quiet time and again I'm reading through the gospel of St. John and I was reading the passage in John chapter 9 about the Jewish leaders um, and the blind man and and how Jesus did a great miracle with the blind man but they refused to accept it and as I'm looking at that I'm asking myself is it that they couldn't see what Jesus did with this blind man because it was, it was it was as plain as day was it that they couldn't see or was it that they refused to look and I think sometimes okay we get this idea of like I know what I'm doing I know who God is I know how everything is supposed to work and if someone comes in with a new idea or something outside that box it becomes hard for us to see it and, and I never want to be in that position I never want to be someone who says you know what I've been a priest 18 years I know how this is supposed to go I love learning from from people okay and I love new ideas and I love taking those things and saying like how can we incorporate this in or how can we take the best of what research says or what science says or, or your ideas or someone else's ideas and how can we incorporate that in there because if I'm not willing to humble myself and say I don't have this thing whole thing figured out I need to learn I need to ask for help I need guidance then I forfeit the right to be a leader that God uses well, I can't tell you how refreshing it is to hear that as leaders, we don't need to pretend to have it all figured out. And that even after 18 years of leadership, that there's still room to grow and learn. And I know personally, I'm so thankful for your 18 years of priesthood, Father Anthony. And I know everyone listening is as well. So thank you so much. And thanks everyone for listening. We'll chat again soon.